Hey, my friends, welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Family Life Podcast. I have a question for you, actually several awesome questions, and an ideal situation would be you kind of jot down these questions and do some writing, like spend some time, pen and paper, or even open a document and type it and answer these questions. I know some of you are listening to this while driving or working or working out or doing all those things, and so I may, you may not be able to do it. Um, at least try to do it with me mentally. Maybe even pause this to really reflect on this. I've, I've done it with other people, and it's it's powerful. And when you get this kind of clarity around what the topic today is freedom, oh man, it is it is awesome. So the first question is, what kind of people enjoy the most freedom in life? Let that sink in. What kind of people enjoy the most freedom in life? And I want you to think, and, and again, if you're jotting down answers, just kind of, you can even pause it and just kind of think through those answers and, and write down as many as you can, but you're looking for common denominators. And then the second part of this is what, what kind of freedom do you want? And do you want more freedom? In what areas of your, of your life do you want more freedom? I think I can pretty confidently say that everyone I've ever talked to and everyone I can think of wants more freedom in certain areas of life or all areas of life for that matter. Think about it. We want, we want more freedom to be able to be ourselves. We want more freedom to be able to be our best selves, to chase our potential. We want more freedom to pursue opportunities and take advantage of them. We want more financial freedom. I hear that one a lot. People want more financial freedom. We want freedom in health, right? Freedom from poor health. I'm going to hit a bunch of these things and come back to them. But we want, we want to be free to love and, and to be loved and free to make a difference and have some impact. And we want time freedom. So the big ones I hear, I, and, and I, this comes up a lot. It comes up in coaching sessions. It comes up in group sessions. It comes up as I travel and talk. We just want to be free. It's just in us. It is, it's in our heart and soul. It's in our spiritual DNA. We want freedom. Can, can you see William Wallace's scream, freedom? I mean, we just want freedom. We want to be free and we're meant to be free. But a lot of us feel confined and trapped and stuck. Those are some of the words we use. And we want freedom from, you know, guilt. Freedom from pain and illness, from debt. Well, again, I'm going to come back to the financial freedom because that comes up a lot. Um, for, for younger people, as they're as they're getting ready to be more independent, they want freedom from parents. But isn't this true for all of us? We don't like it when people over us are telling us what to do or restricting what we can do. No, <laughs> nobody likes that. Um, freedom from negative habits or addictions and on and on. We want to be free. So what kind of people enjoy the most freedom? And we can come up, if we were together, we'd come up with a pretty awesome list. As I've thought about this for years and have read you know, many, many hundreds of books and 
had discussions with people and just observed people. I love observing people and asking great questions, having meaningful discussions. Oh man, people want freedom. And one big kind of aha I've come to in the, in the pattern that I've observed by you know, working with people across five continents so far is that the people in life who enjoy the most freedom are those who consistently make good choices. Ah, yeah. Mic drop on that one. Boom! Oh, think about it. The people who enjoy the most freedom in this life are the ones who consistently make good choices. And as you go through kind of each area of life, you realize that just plays out. It's just this equation that plays out. Now, here's the hard part. Many people, including us sometimes, you and I, we play the victim. And we think, oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't, it's not me. It's not my choices. It's, it's them. It's that. It's this other thing. But I want to break it down today and invite you with me to take absolute ownership absolute ownership of every part of your life and realize that in just about every single situation, the freedom comes back to us. Now, let's let's go to the extremes just for a minute for perspective. You take Nelson Mandela, who was imprisoned uh, for 27 years. And you might think, well, pfft, man, he didn't have choice. It wasn't his choices. And he was in prison. He didn't have freedom. And yet when you read about his life and how he handled it and the things he did with his time and his feelings and his thoughts while being mistreated like that, he came out a better man and went right into leading his country and his people. And, it, man, amazing and inspiring and and we've mentioned, I've mentioned many times, others who were in uh, torture camps or concentration camps still chose. Jacques Lucerin, who wrote And There Was Light, which is one of my all-time favorite books, he talked about the freedom um, in concentration camps as prisoners, prisoners who enjoyed freedoms. We, we've talked about, you know, the story in, in the Old Testament about Joseph being sold into Egypt, how his life, right, he enjoyed freedoms because even though he sold into slavery, you're like, ah, see, that wasn't his choice. And yet his choices in Potiphar's house made him, you know, gave him total control and freedom over the house. And then he got thrown in prison because of Potiphar's wife. And then his choices in prison made him like in kind of in command and control of the whole prison. And then eventually his choices led to where he had, he was second only to Pharaoh. So there's lots and lots of examples of, of the extremes. And I wanted to go to the extremes so that none of us are sitting there saying, well, but it's not my fault and there's nothing I can do about it. It's, it's all this circumstance or this situation or that person. I want to invite you again with me. Let's take absolute ownership. And if there's any area of our life where we're not enjoying total and complete freedom, let's look first to our own choices. Ah, yeah. Who's with me? You ready for this? Let's look first to our own choices. And this is not a guilt trip. 
This is nothing like that. It's just an encouragement to all of us. Like, let's make better choices because consistent good choices lead to freedom. Man, this stuff is powerful and fun and exciting. Okay, let's hit um let's hit like time freedom. And and money for time and money. I guess those are the those are probably the biggest ones, the ones that come up the most often. It's like, gosh, I just I wish I wish I had more time. I wish I had, you know, the financial freedom. Those are the ones that people really long for. And so it generally comes back to consistently making good choices. How are we using our time? Um, how are we? And, and this gets holistic really fast, <laughs> really fast, because you might think, well, I'm just, oh, I'm just tired. I'm just worn out. I'm so busy. I've got all this stuff. And it, interestingly, I've been doing a lot of um, coaching sessions recently. With again, I work with really ambitious, driven, high achieving people. Right? You guys are awesome, and you get very busy and very. Like you get packed schedules and huge lists of things to do that you want to do and need to do. You're busy people. Invariably, we we can dig in and just start looking really carefully at the choices. So I'm going to bring everything back to choice, right? Because we we do have the freedom to choose, even when even when we feel confined or restricted, we still have freedom to choose. And making great choices always leads to more freedom. So how do we choose to get started? Like, how are we, our choices in efficiency and effectiveness? Are we working on the most important things? And usually the most important things are a bit intimidating. Um, like the, the entire, Brian Tracy wrote a book called Eat That Frog. And you know, it's this big frog sitting on your desk. It's the, it's the one that needs to be eaten first. But it's usually the one that's like we avoid. We're like, I'll take care of all these little tasks. So the choice to work on the smaller things, the easier things consistently leaves the big, meaningful, needle-moving things undone or at least procrastinated. Procrastination is probably the most common thing I come across as far as like time management. If we can think about it, if we consistently choose procrastination, is that going to lead to more time freedom? And more, you know, <laughs> result freedom. When you, when you make great choices and you get great results, you get more freedom. And this isn't, just for context, let's, let's pause here for a minute. This isn't just the freedom to do whatever you want. To do what you feel like doing. It's freedom to be your best self. And live your best life. I don't realistically when we get down to it and we really kind of get on all on the same page i don't think any of us want freedom to just do whatever we feel like doing because doing doing whatever you happen to feel like doing doesn't lead to a, an extraordinary life if you like because i didn't feel like getting up this morning in fact i often don't and, and, and as I speak to you, most of you don't either. You're like when the alarm goes off or when it's time you have you, uh, you still feel tired for a little bit. You have a sleep inertia, right? Most of us feel like sitting around being entertained. And we, when, we, when we're tired, when we're exhausted, uh, you just feel like you don't feel like stepping up and engaging with, with other people. You don't feel like taking care of problems. 
I often work out when I don't feel like working out. I, you know, you get in what I've called the the druthers. You'd rather be some doing something else, right? You, 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 if if you're kind of tired, you didn't sleep real well, or you're not feeling the best, you don't feel like doing that hard hard workout and then pushing yourself really hard. But that's the point, and we have to consistently make good choices. We have to trade all of our entertainment for training, right? All, all your entertaining for training. When you have a choice, do you entertain or do you train? That choice, that one choice, let, let's roll with that one for a minute. That one choice, do I choose to entertain myself or train myself? You stack that one, stack that one, and watch where that leads. That little choice made again and again, like we, we do these choice stacking, that's going to lead to extremely different results. And, and here's the big picture on that one. You might think, well, I, I work hard, I show up to work, I'm doing my stuff, and, uh, but I'm just I'm stuck in this, at this pay level or in this employment or this place, and, and I work hard at work. But I would come back and say, well, what are you doing outside of work? Are you entertaining or are you training? And if you're training, are you training for the right things, the things that actually make a big difference? Because if, if all you ever did was trade, the one thing you only did was trade your entertainment time for training time, and you're developing skills and mindset, you, you can't not end up earning more money and having more freedom and more respect and more opportunities. It just it just fits. It's this formula. It's this equation. It's the recipe that just works. Think about that one thing. It's just the hours each week that we spend entertaining ourselves. We could spend training ourselves within months of intense. And it doesn't have to be a ton. Say you, you have an hour each night that you spend in specific skill development. And when you practice, man, you practice. It's not kind of just half-hearted, halfway stuff. It's all in. And that one choice made again and again to train, now you develop a skill set and a knowledge base, you will get paid more. And you'll have more opportunities. And you can rise inside of your business or you can create your own business. See, we all get paid for what the value we bring to the marketplace. The world pays us, rewards us for what we get done. It ultimately rewards us for the choices we make. What are we doing with ourselves? What am I doing with my mind, my attitude, my skill set? And so if I consistently make choices to level up, I'm going to get rewarded that way. Let's think about with with parenting or you know your boss or people that are watching right when you consistently make great choices and they know they can trust you and you're always doing the right thing then you know i do it with my kids you do it with your kids our parents did it with us when you consistently make good choices like well yeah i can give you more freedom i know you're making great choices but when we make poor choices especially when we consistently make poor choices the others have to start making choices for us think through that one 
the the far end of that is you keep making poor choices until you're locked behind bars and in some cases you know you got to go through six very secure doors with all kinds of security to get to the person who has consistently made really poor choices and you get locked away and you know in solitary confinement and what's interesting about that is that all of us my friends are just one or two decisions away from jail and self-destruction let that hit home all of us you me we're all just one or two poor choices away from jail and self-destruction and it's been really fascinating to hear stories or meet people who good people but made some poor choices that literally took away all their freedoms and especially if that comes consistently it starts with you know a little poor choice that just leads to more and more small choices and and again in life some people are they'll consistently make you know a mediocre choice and then they will consistently get mediocre results they get stuck in that rut some make poor choices that keep getting worse and worse and worse until they're locked away and it's, it's just total self-destruction with drugs or other addictions or problems and then each choice is limiting their freedom and then others they consistently make good choices and then the choices get better and better and better and so the freedom gets more and more and more and the opportunities are more and more and more but if we're not careful we could just sit back and say oh life is so unfair look at that person and even in the same family right one one child makes good choices the other one makes you know poor choices and then they blame the parents oh, oh the the parents like my sibling more than they like me and and all oh, they're favoring and this and that but the full ownership here, and we do that at work too in the workplace. Oh, they're getting this, and they why did they get an opportunity? Why did they get that promotion? Well, that's not fair. Or you know, why why doesn't my spouse you know more more loving? And what why don't we have more love and more engagement, and more romance and more intimacy, and and all that stuff? But it, it really comes down to choices. And from the outside, it's often hard to see in ourselves, but from the outside, it. It actually gets really obvious, like clearly obvious. Like one person's making way better choices than the other. And and it starts to manifest in attitude and performance. So we can be free from guilt when we consistently make really good choices. Choices that are congruent with our best self. But you want to be burdened with guilt? Just keep making poor choices. Choices that you know are not aligned with who you really are and who you really want to be. How about like pain and poor health and illness? Who consistently sleep poorly? And again, those these are all decisions, right? Avoid victimism where you think, well, not my fault, I just can't sleep well at night. Man, there's so many things you can do. And and that all comes back to the choice to educate yourself on every single part of your life. That's a choice. Choice to spend time reading and learning every single important part of your life where you study it so you can get better at it. So it's it's consistently, you know, staying up late and and you know, e- eating junk and not exercising consistently enough or vigorously enough. And really, I'm talking really taking care of your body. Almost to where, no, not almost to where. It's 
it is literally to where most people think you're an extremist. Because if you take just an average clump of, of humans, most of them are not in really great health. And so they're going to think that great health is kind of extreme. Really? Oh, that's a little bit extreme to work out that hard and that often. That's a little bit extreme to not ever eat fast food or processed foods or junk or sugar, right? It's a little extreme to never have a soda. And you're like, man, come on. I want total freedom. I want absolute health. And total, I want to feel fantastic. And I want strength and energy and vitality. Ah, yeah, right? And so if I want freedom with my body, I got to do that. I get, obviously, you know, the debt one or, or, or money, the money mindset or just money restrictions. How are you, what money choices are you making? Have you studied money? Do you understand how it works? Do you understand the marketplace, the economy? Do you understand how more money comes into your life and how money goes out of your life? Are you consistently making money choices? I see this all the time. Consistently making money choices. Most often it's kind of default money choices. And so you're making choices that are uneducated and and so, I, you know, and I, I say you, I'm not specifically referring to you, although I might be. <laughs> um, but, you know, you you and I, people, are often consistently making kind of default money choices. It's like, well, that's, everybody spends their money on that, and, and they've never been taught differently. And so it's a choice to study money, to understand money. And you've got to. If you don't understand how money works, oh, man. And it's not it's not near as simple as you think it is. You got to understand how the money works. You got to understand income and investments and like why and, and value in the marketplace. So if I, if I spend my time and effort increasing my value, increasing my ability to bring value, then it's going to change everything. And and so debt is an obvious example. If I just keep, you know, going into consumer spending, then I end up you know, with the debt that's always there, it doesn't, it doesn't sleep, it doesn't go on vacation, it's always accruing interest against you, like that, that can get you, right, and you might not ever feel like you have enough money for the things you really want, well, with the perfect quote, you guys have heard me say before that, um, the chief cause is a quote from, I think it's from Charles Swindle, the chief cause of failure and unhappiness, and in this case I would add, you know, imprisonment or lack of freedom. The chief cause of failure and unhappiness is giving up what we want most for what we want in the moment. That is a situation that affects all of us and very often removes the freedom we really want by it might even seem like a freedom choice in the moment you're like well I don't feel like doing that so I'm free to just do it but when we consistently make that choice of giving up what we want most for what we want in the moment we end up sacrificing our own freedom down the road isn't this stuff powerful and exciting and I hope if you've been able to taking some notes if not just processing this like what choices do you need do you need to make Differently and consistently. How do you need to shift things so that 
it's the little decisions that seem unconnected sometimes. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that entertain that entertain versus train because that's the one that is so obvious right now in working with so many people and, and just our our time. We live in a time where entertainment is literally instantly accessible all the time. Most of us have a smartphone in our pocket that can be a tool for training or a toy for entertaining. And it's there all the time, like literally instant access. It's crazy. So do you get on and, and you know, click play a little game? So when you're sitting like in traffic or uh, in, a, in a doctor's office waiting or when you're in, at the airport, you, know, you go to the airport a couple hours early, you get your flight for a few hours and then getting out like, are you when you you're sitting in an Uber wherever? Like, do you do you open it up? You're even in an elevator. I mean, people are popping out their phones. They got just a brief minute. They're popping out their phones all the time. I I'll go play, I'll go play basketball or volleyball, you know, local gyms or whatever. I'm not kidding you. In between, like any little break, any in, in a set shots timeouts, boom! The like <laughs> the court clears. And all these people run to their phones. And this is youth and adults. Run right over there. I'm like, and, and so I'll observe. I'm like, what, what is so fascinating? What's so important that in between sets or games, they're meeting on their phone. I mean, we have, we have 30 seconds before we're back on the court and they're over there checking. I'm like, what is it? And it's just, it's entertainment. It's fluff. It's little games. It's silly videos. It's just this constant consumption. And please know, you know this, you guys know this already. All of that has an effect. Input determines output. And so the little moments of just constant entertaining are, one, taking away your opportunity for training where you could be getting making yourself better. But two, like, it's like having eating mental fast food or, or junk food. It, it has an effect. And what we can think, just, just picture it in your mind with me right now just seeing it stack and stack and stack and stack, whatever those choices are, it's just stacking against you or for you. So that, and the hours add up really quickly. Sometimes you think, oh, you know, throughout the day it was only 30 minutes. But remember, I, we, we go through the math, 30 minutes a day turns into 22 eight-hour workdays in a year. 22 eight-hour workdays. You know you can do with that? You know you can learn, you can... can uh, the skills and abilities and knowledge base you can get with 22 eight-hour workdays just spread out over half half hour a day. So if it ends up being an hour, and for most of us, we're, we're not quite aware. It's, it's, well, youth and adults, this is true for everybody, how much time we're wasting in little increments. Um, the statistics, as they're just kind of doing the research, is well, people are you know easily doing 90 minutes a day. That's 66 eight-hour workdays in a year. But it's those consistent little choices. And, and you guys, I didn't, I didn't realize this. Man. All through, all, nobody taught me this. It's all through my teens, all through my 20s, and partly my 30s. It's like, yeah, you know. Like, the reality of this, I wish somebody would taught me a long time ago. And that's why I wanted to share it with you guys. I, I wasted a lot of time. A lot. And made small choices that I didn't see clearly how they would ultimately affect my freedom. 
So it's really valuable for all of us to look at all of our choices and, and be consistently asking ourselves this and even even viewing kind of what's called the the unconscious or automatic habits that we have in place. We get we get in these habit loops, right? And they, they just start happening and they happen all the time throughout the day. We have all kinds of habits about whether we make our bed or don't make our bed or what, how we you know, what we brush our, brush our teeth or what we do with our towel or our clothes or how we do breakfast, what we eat for breakfast, when we eat breakfast. All these little movements throughout the day and some of them become so automatic they quite literally are thoughtless. You're not thinking, you're just responding now. The, the brain's like, oh, I, we know what to do when this happens. You have these, we have these little mental triggers and so we just go. And I want to invite you to examine all of those, examine all your choices and say, is this leading towards freedom, true freedom, real freedom, the freedom I really want, not, not the one I want in the moment. I, I guess for me, it, mentally, it works really well of like, in the moment, there's in the moment freedom, right? Or there's what I want most. And so am I giving up the freedom I want most for the quote freedom I want in the moment of like, oh, I just want to sit here. I just, oh, I just don't want to do anything. I'm not talking about the inability to rest and recover and relax and, and enjoy some entertainment, right? I, I like entertainment as well. But the quality of entertainment, the amount of entertainment, or actually when I'm training, it's extremely entertaining. The things I, that I do for training, I, I love it. love devouring great books. I love exercising really hard. I love cultivating new skills. So look at the stacking that's going on. Are those decisions working for you or against you? What freedom do you want the most? And I'm guessing for most of us, the freedom we want the most is the one that feels most limited and restricted right now. So if it's time freedom for you, you just want more time freedom to be able to do the things that are really important to you. What needs to change? What consistent choices do you need to make differently to level up? And please avoid the temptation to blame circumstances, situations, or other people. Because even in... I, I really, in most, if not all situations, we could sit down together. If we were in a coaching session, you're like, hey, here's... Here's the thing, I'd like to have more freedom than this. And I feel you know, stuck or trapped. I feel like there's nothing I do. In, in almost every situation, if not every one, we'd be able to say, well, here are some choices you're making. Here are some choices you have. Here's what you can do. And one, one framework I like to, to ask myself, my kids, my clients... When you feel like you are stuck, you're like, well, how, how, what choice do I have there? How could I do that anything differently there? I'm, I'm too busy. I have to do all this stuff. Or my boss says this. Or my parents say that. And I'm like, I, I just have to take care of this. We have this situation. I have to. And I, I love to ask myself and others, okay, if, if there were a million dollars sitting right here that I could give you, could you figure out a way to do that more efficiently and more effectively? And that, or... Or the opposite side is if your life were on the line. If your life depended on you improving this situation, could you figure it out? And people are always like, well, yep. <laughs> when you put it like that, yes, I can. Right? It's when the motivation is different. 
They're like, well, but but I have to. It's been like this for years. This is the way it is. I'm like, okay, if I had a million bucks right here, cash, and it's yours if you could figure out a way to do this better, could you do it? Yes. If somebody was sitting here with a gun and your life depended upon you improving your situation, could you do it? Yes, you could. And whether that's, whether that's figuring out how to do 20 hours of work in 15 hours, and again, most of that, it's just been consistent choices have gotten you into your work patterns and what you work on and how and how effective you are and your knowledge base. It's just what, what don't you know that's keeping you from greater freedom? What skills have you not yet developed that's keeping you from greater freedom? Are you stuck in some addictions or negative habits that feel like shackles or feel like imprisonment? Choices. What choices? What better consistent choices do you need to make? Even I mentioned briefly earlier, like marriage and relationships, many of us enjoy very little freedom in our relationships because of our own consistent choices. If I'm sitting around, you know, not helping out around the house, you know, watching a lot of TV, I'm on my phone all the time, if I don't listen to my wife, you know, and these are little choices, right? You're, and you're almost kind of unconscious. I'm, you know, she's talking, I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, babe, yeah, yeah. I'm not really present. I'm not really engaged. I don't really care. I'm not helping out with her. And, and I'm not, you know, really invested. So those are my consistent choices over time. How much freedom do you think I'm going to have to um, love her and be loved by her? Right? Not much. And the temptation would be to blame her or, you know, kind of vaguely blame, ah, the marriage isn't right. Well, the marriage is made of the two of you and the quality of the marriage is determined by your choices. And and check this out. This is next level stuff right here. You might say, well, it's, it's my spouse. They're doing this. To which I would invite you to consider what choices are you consistently making that are either causing that behavior in your spouse or at least not influencing it for the better. See, I can consistently make choices that will affect how others interact with me and affect their lives, especially the ones you live closest to. So the choices I consistently make have a massive impact on influence level, good or bad, with my wife and my kids. So if I want more more freedom in my marriage, not freedom from my marriage, don't don't confuse that i want more freedom in my marriage to just have more love and passion and romance and excitement and connection i'm going to look specifically and directly at my own consistent choices booyah all oh, this stuff is so good so so good so will you please carefully examine your life and, and I know if some of you weren't able to write down, will you please do this at least today sometime? Sit down with your journal. And you guys, our new journals are ready. They're amazing. Oh, my goodness. So we are selling these journals now. I, I've just been working on this for so long. You've heard me talk about my philosophy journal. You've heard me talk about like business journals, talking about the importance of writing. I've been working on this for so long, and we travel. And so I want to have something that I have with me. And I'm a multifaceted guy, and you're a multifaceted person, right? You, you have all these things you're thinking about. So I'm like, I've got to have one place 
where I can have each of the important areas of my life kind of put together. And when it gets filled, I need to have it be refillable, replaceable. It. And so we created it. We designed it. We created this gorgeous leather journals with um, replaceable inserts. So you have booklets. The current design has five available booklets inside of it that are refillable, replaceable. And so you get to pick the five areas of focus. And you got it in one beautiful leather journal that you can take with you, traveling, camping, everywhere. You can, it's, it's with you, but it's, it, it encompasses the areas of your life. And so there's different kinds of inserts. Oh, it's amazing. Anyways, grab a journal. You can either make one or you can buy this one um, from us and have you know each area. So in one of those booklets, you'd sit down and literally spend time and, and give it the writing what freedom do I want? What ultimate freedom do I want? Get really clear about it. Where is it lacking? What do you want? I'm guessing a lot of you are going to put financial freedom on there, time freedom on there. Um, you might want more freedom with your health or freedom from some guilt or pain that you've been dragging uh, along for a long time. You might want freedom from from employment or other areas. like just Wherever you feel burdened or stuck, it might be uh, poor habits or addictions um, as I've worked with a lot of you, this this topic comes up, and I know you want more freedom, and I want more freedom, right? We always want to grow towards more freedom, and so I think that's the human journey. We want freedom. We're just made, born, created to be free. We want freedom. So write it down, what it is you want, and then be real careful. Just go into your mind palace and write it in there. Which choices made consistently will bring you the freedom you really want most as your best self, as your highest self, as your freest self. When you and will you do this right now with me? Mentally, if you can if you can, close your eyes. Just picture yourself in total freedom. What does that look like? When you are completely free to live life on your terms. What does that look like? I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. In my chateau in the French Alps. Oh, yes. It's freedom for me. It's freedom to travel. Freedom to really make a difference in the lives of other people. Across the board, like the ability to have a greater impact and influence and and to serve good people who, from all walks of life, are, are maybe facing some challenges or struggles, right? It's the freedom to create and have absolutely extraordinary experiences. These great adventures. Right, and on and on. So see it. Get that vision. Write it down. Write down your freedom vision. Get it on just on a, on a, on one page. On one page, you could write down your freedom vision. And then I want you, please, do this. Get really clear about the choices that you need to be making consistently. So some of you will need to get clear about choices you've got to stop making. That have been poor choices that have done consistently that have limited your freedom. And so you just can write down, yeah, I gotta, you know, I have to choose this. I gotta. Choose consistently. Because again, I want to just hit it home. The people who enjoy the most freedom in life are the ones who consistently make good choices. So 
from how they spend their time to who they spend their time with to how they spend their money to how they earn their money to their thinking patterns and their emotional patterns and the way they process all of that stuff this oh man it's so powerful i love this my friends let's be completely free let's be absolutely totally free to be our best selves to live life at the highest level that is possible for us and enjoy that freedom where you can just wake up like yeah i get to live the life i want to live i get to choose my life oh i love this stuff this is so awesome but it's going to come down to the choices you and i make even the small choices they're going to stack for us or against us your your choices will always stack either for you or against you and we can make choices and if you've made poor choices in the past just stop right now with let this podcast episode be the ending point for poor choices in fact my friends will you share will you help me with this let's share this this if i had understood this principle when i was 16 i'd have been a game changer it would have led to the the freedoms that i enjoy now i think i would have enjoyed a lot sooner and in a lot bigger way and so we're we're just we're, i'm on this path to greater and greater freedom and I wish someone would have helped me understand this concept. So will you share this, please? Share it on social media. Share it with people you know who, who need to hear it from youth. Youth who think they, you know, they're being trapped and, and, in fact, they need to have this freedom choice paradigm in their lives. To you know, I'm sure, I'm confident you are consistently having conversations like I am with people who want more freedom. And maybe they get it and they just need some encouragement and motivation to make the better choices, or maybe they don't get it. And they're just like, man, they, they don't realize it was their choices. They're blaming the government. They're blaming the tax man, the IRS. They're blaming their boss. They're blaming their coworkers. They're blaming the place where they live. It's, it's the house. It's the neighbors. It's my family. It's my past. Blaming all these things when the, the actual reality is it just comes down to the choices we consistently make. So, let's, Oh, man, sorry about that. One of my morning alarms went off. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So again, let's. I'm just wrapping up though. Thank, thanks for being here. Thanks for being awesome. You guys are the best. Let's let's all together. Let's consistently make great choices that bring freedom. Let's share this with others. Join join me in this movement to help bring bring freedom to people who are you know struggling with with real poverty and struggling in life, helping them get greater freedom all all the way up uh, the whole across the whole the whole spectrum of humanity and life. Let's let's share this. Let's go for. Our, our best and live our be- as our best selves and and remember that we are training for greatness every day with those choices that we're consistently making um, it's training and it's either leading us to less freedom or more freedom love you guys reach upward